Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Hello, Andrew. Hey there, Edwin. Tuesday morning, afternoon, evening. Mm-hmm. So whenever, whenever we're you're ha- we're having this conversation, November eight, listening to it. right? November eight, twenty twenty-two, year <laughs> of our Lord. Here we are, just plugging away through November and plugging away on the paths of righteousness while in the dry times. You know, this is a big day for our country. This is election day today. Oh, forgot. So, I voted early. I forgot voted, about that. <laughs> Some people get to do that, but you know, there's a lot of people be going out to the polls. So you know, watch out, people walking in the streets. Drive carefully today. <laughs> and I realize that tomorrow half of the country is going to be in a dry time, and half of them won't be. And that's I don't. A, who knows? That's which a great half prediction. Which what, half, what the wilderness will be? Which half it'll be? I don't know. I don't. But uh, <laughs> but hey, we're walking in paths of righteousness during our times in the wilderness. That's Sometimes right. we are right. in the wilderness. David's in the wilderness here in Psalm 63. Today on these paths, it's the A day, admonition. 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 How does this admonish, encourage, rebuke, warning, warning, instruction, rebuke, refuting, correction, uplifting, encouragement? All of those things can be a part of admonition. And so, and again, thinking specifically. In the dry times, in the times that yes. we're in the wilderness, how does Psalm 63 admonish us? You want to go ahead and read that? Yes, I'll be reading Psalm 63 today from the New King James Version. A Psalm of David, when he was in the wilderness of Judah. O God, you are my God. Early will I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh longs for you in a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. So I have looked for you in the sanctuary to see your power and your glory. Because your loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise you. Thus I will bless you while I live. I will lift up my hands in your name. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness, and my mouth shall praise you with joyful lips. When I remember you on my bed, I meditate on you in the night watches. Because you have been my help, therefore in the shadow of your wings I will rejoice." My soul follows close behind you. Your right hand upholds me. But those who seek my life to destroy it shall go into the lower parts of the earth. They shall fall by the sword. They shall be a portion for jackals. But the king shall rejoice in God. Everyone who swears by him shall glory. But the mouth of those who speak lies shall be stopped. Admonition, how I'm admonished. I think there are several things here in Psalm 63 that provide admonition, but that very last sentence strikes me as you read it. Read that last thing again, just right the, the very the very last line even. But the mouth of those who speak lies shall be stopped. So if I don't want my mouth to be stopped, oh. I better stop my mouth from telling lies. Don't tell lies. <laughs> That's good. I'm going to put that on my list. <laughs> to stop, stop lying. Stop, stop lying. Lying. Start truthing. <laughs> and speak the truth. Yeah, That's absolutely. a good admonition. Even in the dry times. Yes. Even in the wilderness times. Yes. I, I guess my um, warning or instruction coming out of this really was about my attitude in the dry times and an attitude of that's when I need to seek God and seek God early. We were talking about this a little bit yesterday, that in the dry times in the wilderness, that might be a time when people want to draw back from God or have decided that God had left them. But David's attitude is different. He's going to seek him. Verse 1 says, seek him early 
early. Oh God, you are my God, early will I seek you. And I, I, I think about that. that uh, it's a time where he's thirsty for God, so thirsty for God. And I begin to wonder, why the thirst? You know, why, why is it that uh, he's longing for God like water, but he's not satisfied? And I begin to think about that, in, you know, in my own life. What are those times of thirst? I'm, I'm thirsting for God. And you know, I guess I'd have to reflect and, and take it as a, an admonition or, or maybe a warning. Maybe it's because I have not been uh, allowing myself to be filled of God, to drink in God. I think particularly about uh, time devoted to reading the Word of God and bringing that into my life, or or good time in prayer life. You know, you you go for a while and and you neglect Bible reading and kind of get out of that habit. You get too busy to pray and things like that, and 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 then and then you wonder why it is that you're so spiritually dry, and it's you kind of have that aha moment. Well, I have stopped drinking from the fountain of life here, right. uh, you know, in the ways of God, and so uh, the, you know, that's on me. There's a little cause and effect there. If I won't drink, then of course I'll be thirsty. If I won't drink, I will die. <laughs> if, if I don't, well, that's true if too. I don't, if I don't stay, if I don't drink in the living water, mm-hmm. or if, or if my sources of drink are not the living water. Okay. If I'm drinking from my own cistern, mm-hmm. if I'm drinking from poisoned wells where yeah. death is, if that's what I'm drinking in, I'm, I'm actually, and it, it is possible, even in our day with so many different kinds of beverages, for people to have a beverage every day here in America and yet still be dehydrated. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's possible to have possible. Such, such lousy sources of drink all yeah. the time that I'm not actually getting the water that keeps me hydrated. Everything's carbonated and sugar and corn syrup and all this stuff. You're drinking that all the time. And and dehydrated. And Absolutely. you're dehydrated, yeah. And so I got to make sure that my the well that I'm going to, the cistern from which I drink is the one that is provided by God. Now, let me dig into that early. I, I, I actually was writing some notes as you started reading, and, and I, I missed, but I'm glad you went back to it because there's an interesting translation thing that happens here. So yeah. in the English Standard Version in verse 1, Oh God, you are my God, earnestly ah. I seek you. Okay. A lot of the earlier English translations do say early or in the morning or mm-hmm. at the dawn. And one of the reasons for that is because when the Greeks translated it, they used a word that meant Early. Early, okay. The word actually is earnest. Mm-hmm. However, it is er- diligent, earnest. That sure H- goes together, ha- doesn't it? However, here's yeah. the thing. The the root of the word actually is uh, the root for daybreak, mm-hmm. dawn, which is why the Greeks come along and they provided that word. And as I was as I was reading that and studying that, it hit me. Well, okay, I get it. The person who is earnestly seeking, I see why these words go together. Because if I am earnestly seeking something, I'm not lounging around the house until five or six o'clock in the evening right. and then saying. Okay, now I'll go seek it. Right. When I when I'm earnestly, when I'm diligently pursuing something, it's like, look, you can't keep me in bed. I got to get up. I got to get after this. I got to get to work. I got to be I got to be seeking, right. be looking for this. You know, if there was some type of thing that got announced today that said tomorrow somebody is hiding a million dollars somewhere in my neighborhood, 
let me tell you, I'm going to get up as early as possible in order to try to beat anyone else from getting into it, as, as in order to get to it. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't say, yeah, I'm earnestly, diligently seeking this. I, I'll start in an hour. Right. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> so, that's great. I see some action that that earnestness prompts him to. Yeah. You know, we we're talking about seeking God, and where does he say he goes? Well, in verse 2, he says, I have looked for you in the sanctuary to see your power and your glory. And we were mentioning yesterday, particularly if you set this psalm uh, towards the end of David's reign, the second time he's forced out into the wilderness with the Absalom revolt, then you've got the sanctuary already there in Jerusalem. The ark has come to its place in Jerusalem. But the idea of, I want to see the glory, the power, I'm going to go to where I know God resides. I, yeah, I, I'm thinking in terms of even corporate worship. You know, when you, when you went to sanctuary for David, for any of the Jews, it wasn't an empty tent or an empty place. There's Levites working around there all the time. There's other worshipers. There's the priests and all of that. And this is a place dedicated for meeting with God. This is a place dedicated for worshiping God. And so it just makes sense that if I'm if I'm dry but I'm seeking the Lord, there's an earnestness about it. I want to start early. I don't put it off. But then I, I go to where he is. He is among his people. If I'm dry, I don't need to withdraw myself from my brothers and sisters in Christ. And particularly, you know, when they come together for corporate worship, I need to be in the middle of that. I need to catch some of that uh, zeal and a little bit of glow and spiritual heat off of the warmth of fellowship with the brethren. Think about this. I, now, the ESV says, I have looked upon you in the sanctuary. Mm. And, and that idea, as if David has seen God in that place of holiness, yeah. and yet David has not seen God. David has not seen God, no. but we're told later by Paul and Timothy that no one has ever seen or can see God. David yeah. didn't. Moses got to have the the, the tiniest of glimpses yeah. of the glory of God, but other than Jesus, nobody has seen God. Yeah. And so how can he say, I have looked upon you in the sanctuary? Well, it's the eyes of faith. It's the eyes yeah. of faith as he, as he sees this worship of God, as he experiences it with brothers and sisters, as he sees the service given and rendered to God, as he sees the dwelling place of God. And it's that exact same thing. So many of us, what we want is, I want to come into the church service, into the worship assembly, and I want to, to experience something as if by sight, Mm. rather than recognizing the sight of faith. Faith, yeah. Here, here I am among God's people. Praises are being lifted up. I'm seeing people who believe God, who know God is there and that he rewards those who diligently seek him. He says, I'm seeing God there. And I, and I gather, and so I appreciate that. I, I'm not going to visibly see God in this life, but when I gather in his holy place, um, yeah. And today for us, that sanctuary is, of course, is his church. Absolutely. When I gather with his church, that with the eyes of faith, there's God. God is there. I'm seeing that. I'm experiencing that. For me, uh, maybe one other one that jumps at me is from verse 6. Mm. Uh, verse 6 talks about, when I remember you on my bed, I meditate on you in the night watches. Here's a fellow that uh, is lying awake, mm -hmm. and what is he filling his mind with? What is his meditation? Well, it's God. It's God. And I, you know, I, I take a good lesson from that, particularly if there's times that I can't sleep real well. Mm. 
What is it that I want to meditate upon? What is it that I want to fill my mind with? And, you know, I it just confession time. It's a whole lot easier for me to kind of fall asleep after watching some silly videos. Hmm. <laughs> like, I'm tired now. I think I can go to sleep now. Instead of, you know, well, this would be a time for more prayer, or this would be a time for uh, maybe something, I don't know, maybe listen to uh, Text Talk Podcast a second time. <laughs> I I know lots of people listen and, and fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> but it's because they're trying to fill their mind with good things yeah, with the Word yeah. of God. Hopefully not while they're driving. Hopefully not while driving. Yeah. So early and late here, that's what I'm hearing. Yeah. Early and late. Early I will sink, seek you. Yes. Okay, I'll, I'll get it out. Early I will seek you. Late I will think about you. Mm-hmm. I will meditate on you. It may be that he is staying up late. It may be accidental. It may be purposeful. We actually don't know why, but he's, it's the watches of the night. It's the middle of the night. Right. And I'm going to think on you. Listen, I wake up in the middle of the night all the time. Mm-hmm. And here what David presents is that's a reminder for me to think about God. Let me let me spend some time thinking about God right now, especially when you think about the fact that normally what keeps us up when when we want to be oh, sleeping worries, anxieties, yeah. the mind is racing about so many things we have to do. And in other Stress. words, this Stress. takes this takes purpose. Mm-hmm. This takes intentionality. If I am lying awake in the middle of the night it's likely because my mind is full of some fear, some anxiety, some worry, some stress. And what David says is when those watches of the night hit and I'm up, I am going to turn my attention to you, Lord. I'm going to seek you. And you can imagine why he might be lying awake out there in the wilderness wondering what Absalom is going to do tonight. And yet he's saying what I'm going to do is I'm going to fill my mind, not with my worries about Absalom, but with my confidence in you, Lord God. You're, yeah. oh God, you are my God and your love is better than life. So whatever you give, I'm trusting you. Well, and I appreciate you bringing that up and kind of thinking through what are the things that keep us awake at night? Because it, it can be this sort of self-perpetuating cycle of of a wilderness season. You know, if, if what we lay awake at night is thinking again about our difficulties and the questions, where is God and all such as this, it, it's going to keep us drier that much longer instead of turning to God in those times. Yeah. Early and late, seek the Lord, think about the Lord. Let's let's think about the Lord here for just a moment. Holy God, we want our minds, our hearts, our thoughts full of you. And so we seek you. We seek you in the morning. We seek you at night. When we lie awake, we turn our minds toward you. When we are awakened, we turn our minds toward you. And even at some times, we watch. We're vigilant in those moments when what we would rather do is sleep and sleep is weighing on us. We, we stay awake and watch. We stay awake and are vigilant in our prayers and our meditation for you because we know that the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. The battle is coming and we need the strength that only you can provide. And so our hearts and minds are turned towards you. And Lord, we ask you to remove lying and falsehood far from us. Get it out of our own mouths and out of our own hearts and out of our own minds. And we'd ask that you would keep liars away from us. Help us, Lord God, to magnify you in all things. Through your son, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. 
check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne. Now, why is it you wake up constantly? I don't, I don't understand that at all. You looked at me like I was supposed to understand that. I don't, I don't get that. <laughs> In addition to that, while I normally try to keep politics out of prayer, I had to go ahead and talk about the liars. <laughs> wow. <laughs> go vote. <laughs>